0: Deadpool and Vanessa die, but not really. This is spoilers.
1: This is spoilers. It's pretty much what happens. They die, but then they don't die. Papa, can you hear me? Yeah. Papa, can you see me? Papa, can you find me?
0: Uh so, ready to get into it?
1: I guess so, it's just me and Brett, two-man weave, yeah. everyone else on the podcast had an excuse or didn't want to do it with us.
0: Who wouldn't want to do it with us?
1: I'm Pappy, by the way, and that's Brett.
0: Go ahead and tell us uh, where you're recording from.
1: Denver, Colorado. Uh,
0: of course. Uh, this is Brett. I'm your somewhat host tonight. I'm recording from Fort Wayne, Indiana. So, yeah, let's just get into it. Um I figured we are going to have some differing opinions. Uh, we were chatting a little bit before. So you went from telling me you didn't love it to you didn't really like it at all to telling me you didn't really hate it as much as you said. So why don't you
1: go ahead and explain yourself? All right, yeah, I do have some explaining to do. So like the circumstances under which I watched, under which I watched Deadpool 2 uh, were actually a little bit weird. It was Friday night and I left work early at like 3.30 because it was about to flash flood but by the time i had like gotten to the highway it was already way backed up and it was starting to rain so i hadn't eaten Mm a dinner or anything so i just like pulled into a movie theater and used my movie pass which doesn't sponsor us to buy a ticket to deadpool 2 but like i was so hungry and so cranky (laughs) during the movie have you ever seen a movie hungry brett like it ruins it. Oh it's yeah, like the worst sure. Worst experience. Then you don't have any snacks.
0: Why didn't you get you? Did you? Were you running late? Well,
1: I, I was. Ma- I made it just in time to start the screening, and it was one of those like dinner movie theaters. I don't know if you ever been to like a. Oh yeah. And I, yeah, didn't wanna, yeah I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to spend like twenty five bucks on a burger. Like when I had food at home, and I wasn't planning on it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I don't know. So like when I saw it, there are certain elements of the plot, the way. It starts off kind of slow, and there's like those flashbacks, which kind of just annoyed me at the time, and I was a little bit worried. But giving giving it space of a couple of days, like I don't really remember any of that stuff. I just remember the funny jokes. Uh, I yeah. mean, did you you loved it, right?
0: Well, uh, I thought it was really funny. Um, I mean, I give it a round up three and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't blow me away or anything, and. You know, I feel like they tried to jam as many jokes as possible in, which I'm never, like, not a fan of. And I think Ryan Rounds is really funny. I think I mentioned that I thought some of the jokes early kind of missed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought they just got funnier and funnier. And, I, again, I think Ryan Rounds is such a natural for this. And... uh I don't know. I think uh, thinking back to your story, you would have been better served if you would have gone to a normal theater where you could have gotten yeah, some just
1: like popcorn,
0: Sour Patch Kids, or popcorn, or something, bunch of crunch because you were hangry.
1: Well, you said something there. Like, there's a lot of jokes in this movie. Like, I I do think that it has kind of a low batting average, but when it hits a when it makes contact, like the jokes that hit oh, yeah. are funny are f- yes, they were really funny. But there's there's so many of them, and it's it's the Babe Ruth of jokes so it's either a strikeout or a home run
0: yep so for sure I, that's pretty much baseball nowadays anyway but
1: yeah launch angle oh did you have any favorites uh any favorite jokes that stood out to you
0: oh man trying so hard to think uh, i can only think of i thought it was a really ballsy storyline and i got super pumped for it but when they do the whole x-force and you know you got terry cruz who's kind of a tv star and mm-hmm. you got uh bill skarsgård who i is becoming one of my favorite actors and you know, this whole long big speech about the X Force, and and then they all just die. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> when he falls into the wood chipper, and when Terry Crews goes into that bus, I thought that was pretty ballsy. And then to find out that was Brad, Brad Pitt. Brad
1: Pitt, the Brad Pitt cameo of the Invisible Dude. That was, was hilarious. That was so great. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, apparently, he was he wanted to play cable, but he couldn't because of scheduling. So that was kind of his thing. And I'm a big uh, uh, Josh Brolin fan. So, yeah. But Brad Pitt, you know. Man, I'm just drawing a blank, but there's so many jokes. I think
1: I was going to say the the baby legs that I was just going to say
0: we were everyone in the theater was like dying. i had never seen anything like that in my life.
1: Well, like in the way they did it, too, it's like they made you think for a second that they weren't going to show the baby penis just because the scene went on for a really long time. And all of a sudden they do. And it's so like (laughs) (laughs) the joke just comes in waves and it's brilliant. Yeah, that was
0: man. I. I didn't really know what to think about. I actually, I, my eyes must not be very good because I never really quite saw it. But oh, I was
1: just, ready for it. <laughs> I, was waiting, <laughs> I was waiting for. It. I was like, no.
0: Let's see. I mean, can you think of any jokes? I mean, I if you get my my brain flowing, I might think of some more.
1: I would say the the there's one other one too. There's a set piece. It's not even like a joke. It's like a really quick flash. But they go to the X Men mansion or whatever. Oh, yeah, and, that was like my favorite joke of the whole movie. And you movie. see, like, Sophie Turner, and uh, who, else, who else do you see? James McAvoy, I didn't know I think? she
0: was in there. It was uh, James McAvoy, who's yeah. my, my guy. Uh, the guy who's in Ready Player One. Uh, can't think of his name right now.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, whoever plays Quicksilver, is it Evan Peters or something? Something like that, yeah. And then it was, uh, yeah, I guess it was, was it Sophie Turner? Okay, yeah, it must have been Sophie Turner then. No, Beast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, that was really funny. I can't believe they got them to do that i mean them. it's becoming like a cameo i mean i didn't even recognize the other two big cameos in the movie uh until i read about them afterwards did you read about the two hillbillies
1: no who are they wait, wait which hillbillies it was matt,
0: it was matt damon what? and alan tu- and alan tudyk <laughs> wait, wait, remember what? when they're they're drinking beer and he's talking about how you should wipe your butt and then Cable shows up for the first time.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so they're in like the truck in the field, right? Yeah. That's Matt Damon?
0: That's what it, he's credited as it. And I read about it. And yeah, and the other guy's Alan Tudyk, who like is a really good actor. And he's mm-hmm. becoming known for like little weird yeah. cameos. In, he
1: was K2SO in Rogue One. Right. And he was he, he, the chicken in Moana.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I knew he played some other really small role. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't believe that. It's pretty funny.
1: That's nuts. Matt Damon is just killing it with the cameos <laughs> lately. <That's>... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's been doing that his whole career, though. He just kind of shows up for little parts of movies. Because like, he's the guy in our cellar. He's Private Ryan.
0: Yeah. I made a little note. Like The kid, the main kid, mm. like, drove me nuts at first. But he like grew on me and grew on me. And I thought his like, gangsta...
1: Julian Dennison his, is his name. His
0: gangster references are really funny. And I thought... Uh, like when he kept trying to get in that guy's face and he kept getting punched. I thought that was really funny. I thought he was pretty, he annoyed me at first, but I thought he was kind of like a perfect, uh, anti, not anti Ryan Reynolds, but they were kind of funny on screen together. So
1: did you see hunt for the wilder people?
0: No, but I saw that he was in that.
1: Yeah. That's cause that, I mean that he was all over the poster and all over the trailer. So he was kind of familiar. I think, I mean, he was funny. I, I, no, I'm, I don't
0: know. I, no, I'm with you. I, I didn't think he was like
1: he annoyed me a little. Yeah, bit. yeah.
0: I didn't think he was great or anything. I just thought he, he got. I think I just got more used to him. I mean, he actually legitimately drove me nuts for at least the first half of the movie, and then I thought he kind of got better and better. But you know, his better wasn't like you know amazing or anything. But so I don't know. I I was surprised. I know you're not surprised, but do you think the... T.J. Miller thing, do you think they dialed back hmm. his scenes for a reason, or do you think he just was kind of another small part?
1: So I was listening to uh, a podcast today, actually CinemaSins, and they interviewed or that one of the guests they had on did the storyboarding for this, and he was claiming that that didn't affect the okay. scenes, that there were no scenes that were major cuts. I, I don't know if I believe that necessarily, but I don't think that he added a ton to the movie. You know I, mean? I
0: thought his torture scene was pretty funny. Like the torture scene that wasn't.
1: Oh, when he just gives up the information yeah. right away. <laughs> <laughs> he like
0: talks about how he's gonna bend something back. He's like, "I'll tell you everything." Yeah, yeah. that was pretty funny. But he's like, you know, playing TJ Miller. So, mm-hmm. and I was a little disappointed that the uh, the blind lady wasn't in it more, but she was really funny in it. So mm-hmm. she's kind of a little funny character.
1: They know who did have a bigger part. because uh, they I mean they cut back on like Negasonic Teenage Warhead too, yeah. but the uh the cab driver guy. Yeah. He really stepped it up. <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> he bloodlust now too. <laughs> yeah, that
0: uh <laughs> interview with the vampire, which I've actually never seen, but
1: Oh yeah, when he's like oh, what does Taste he say? for Blood
0: or whatever, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> uh the twelve year old What the heck is name? Kirsten Dunst. hmm. Yeah. Trying to think, did you, oh, what did you? Th- I mean, I guess just tell everyone what did you think of Josh Brolin, and are you a Josh Brolin fan?
1: Yeah, I really like Josh Brolin. Um, my favorite movie of his is probably No Country.
0: Yeah, and you could say that.
1: Yeah, sorry. Uh, well, what's yours? Is it? <laughs> well, I mean, Infinity War.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, I liked him in yeah. uh, uh, No Country for Old Men, but I'm probably one of the few people in the world that think that. While it's a great movie, I always thought it was a little overrated. But I've only seen mm-hmm. it once. Okay. So, But we'll save that for another pod, another day. So,
1: Well, yeah, but, yeah. we actually yeah, did a ahead. podcast on No Country for Old Men. Oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah I've, listened to
0: that, that. I've listened to that.
1: But, I mean, yeah, I think he's a great actor. I think he killed it in this movie. And it's, it's pretty absurd that he's going to be in two of these, like, I mean, now a comic book movie is the blockbuster movies. You know what I mean? They've basically yeah. taken over all of those spots. And he's in two huge summer blockbuster movies that are essentially going to go, Back-to-back number one movies in America. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, that reminds me. I'll get to that in a second. Um, real quick. Yeah, I, I read that he signed on for four four movies to play Cable. So, and I've read that uh, like Deadpool three was like a sure thing. But then, like just recently, like this month, Ryan Reynolds says he's not so sure it's going to happen again. Um, since they want to focus more on the X Force, which. Obviously, I think you should do as many Deadpools as you can. And even Disney said that they'd be willing to do a Deadpool movie um, and make it R-rated, but they want to make sure the audience knows it's R-rated. Like, people don't know that Deadpool's R-rated, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, You had some, you sent me some box office numbers. Is there anything you wanted to talk about?
1: Uh, I think, because we're recording this on a Tuesday, Tuesday the 22nd. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. we get it out by, like, Thursday, maybe Wednesday, depending if our superhero correspondent leaves us a voicemail. But I think that this did, in fact, pass Passion of the Christ and it for the number two opening uh, r rated weekend, I believe. Um, that,
0: that reminds me, that was a funny, pretty funny joke uh, about Passion.
1: Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, it was, was really it? Good. Passion love- of the Christ, and then he puts his other hand slightly below it. us. <laughs> yeah.
0: They always say like Christians aren't in the other, I don't remember what he said. There are no Christians in the other. I don't know. What is this? Do you think this is going to underperform compared to the other Deadpool or?
1: Well, uh, here's the thing about the other Deadpool is it didn't have another superhero movie that made thirty million dollars on the same weekend. Uh. Ah. And there's a lot of factors too that went into its kind of crazy flash in the pan success that weekend was a four-day weekend it was president's day Uh, okay so people a lot of people had monday off so the sunday numbers stayed a lot stronger on that and it was valentine's day weekend and then it had a lot of legs afterwards because it came out in february and nothing came out after after it so i don't think it's gonna have the lifetime domestic run just because there's going to be There's a Jurassic Park movie coming around Mm -hmm. the corner. Solo. There's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Solo the next weekend. But, I mean, we're looking at, it says, according to Box Office Mojo, it made $125 million in 4,300 theaters. So that's pretty good. And it's the fact that it's an R-rated movie pulling down more than $120 million in opening weekend. That's crazy. Why Um, do
0: you think they, I, I read that they moved... The date for Deadpool up, is that you have any idea why they would do that if it was I mean, MCU, like you said, took a decent amount of their uh, viewers mm-hmm. away, but I read this was supposed to come out like June or July. But they moved it yeah. up to May, so
1: I have I have no idea. I think there were there was a couple moving pieces and I think that a lot of people thought that solo was going to move to December after oh, okay. all of its production issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't. It stayed in May. So I, I'm wondering if that might have been part of it too. Uh, but I, I'm really not sure. I, I'm Speaking of the first one, let's, unless you have anything else to say about the box office, but nope. what do you like better? Let's have that. Uh, Deadpool man, one or I, I, two?
0: I've been thinking about that personally. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see, I've seen Deadpool 1 like three or four times. I'd really like to see this one again. Yeah. Um, I would say what I usually say with sequels, like with um, Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, the first one might be like a better movie a lot to a lot of people, but I thought the second one was funnier. And I'd probably say the same for this. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to I watch again. Uh, I mean, I think Deadpool, the first one, was like a classic. So mm-hmm. we'll see if Deadpool 2 stands up the second time I watch it. Because, you know, like we said, there's so many jokes. I'd like to see possible references that i missed the second time around so what about you definitely the first I, one for you right
1: yeah i definitely like the first one more i just i thought it was more of kind of a straightforward story and we didn't even mention like in the end or that last kind of scene where he he dies and there's that whole flashback and then he doesn't die because cable changes the outcome mm-hmm. and, and and they and they try to make up well that's just lazy writing you can only use it once but like they're meta, but they're also leaning on the crutch, too. You know what I mean? It's kind of playing that game. But
0: Time travel. I mean, time travel is always going to... You're always going to have problems like that mm-hmm. with time I mean, you can literally do... That's a big complaint about Infinity Wars. Oh, it didn't mean anything. Well, that's probably true. When you get time travel involved, it's just anything goes. And yeah, it can that's- be lazy writing, but...
1: That's every comic book, though. I, I hate yeah. when people complain about that for a comic book movie. It's like, yeah, no, of course things don't stay permanent. <laughs> that's yeah, the, I definitely don't complain
0: about that kind of stuff. I mean, it's people who shoot laser beams out of their eyes. I mean, it's just that's just the way it is. It's fantasy, so mm. it doesn't bother me at all.
1: Yeah, but, like, uh, like I was saying, it's just like that whole like time travel element, and then the weird intro uh, that that takes i don't know i feel like that was they're just kind of padding the runtime a little bit so i like the first one more and i think moreover it was just a breath of fresh air and i hate i hate that phrase because it's right. so like overused but it was at the time comic book movies i don't think there had been that it hadn't quite turned the corner the quality has gone up quite a bit in the last two years mm-hmm. and then. for and sure at the time, like that was like Age of Ultron. Like they needed someone to like make fun of them, to turn the mirror on them, and you know, poke yeah. poke fun a little bit. So, I I just think because of that, I'll always like the first one a little bit more. But that's not to say the second one wasn't as funny. I think yeah, it's equally sure. as funny.
0: Yeah, and the first one had the benefit of holy crap, that credit scene was amazing, and he's talking to the camera and. Mm-hmm. He's making references about Ryan Reynolds when he's Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool. Second one, like you expected all that. Yeah. So, um, before we wrap it up, do you real quick want to talk about the, this, uh, mid credit scene, anything you liked in particular? The, Hon- honestly, I had
1: to, I had to like, just look it up later. Cause I was so hungry. I left. Oh man. <laughs> so that's why I want to make sure you saw it. Do you, do, well, okay. Explain. Yeah. Tell me what happens like for someone who didn't stay.
0: Okay, so uh, Negasonic, Warhead, and the... I don't remember her name, the... Her girlfriend? You, yeah. Who loves
1: Deadpool, and Deadpool loves her, and they're, like, yes. best friends. <laughs> That's yeah, it's really funny, gag. and Negasonic,
0: like, hates her. I oh, hates like, can we have one more gag real quick? Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the, we got the
1: cable is racist gag. Fucking killed me the whole Oh, because of the Black
0: Tom or whatever?
1: Yeah, like, or, like, they kept trying to, like, every chance Deadpool got, he's like, we have a little bit of luck and a splash of racism. <laughs> 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 like, he just... And Cable's just like, dude, I'm not racist. They were perfect
0: <laughs> together because they're like polar opposites. That's why I thought they were really good when they were together. And then I like how they teamed up at the end.
1: That bit killed me. But sorry, go ahead.
0: No, that's right. Uh, so they fix his little time warp thing and he goes back and the he kills the Deadpool from the Wolverine. Uh, not the Wolverine, but uh, Wolverine Origins.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious.
0: He shoots him in the head. That's really funny. Um... He saves Vanessa, obviously. Uh, he sh- uh, It shows Ryan Reynolds looking at a script. And he's like, we made it, Ryan. And he's looking at Green Lantern. And he sneaks up behind him and shoots him in the head.
1: <laughs>
0: and crap was... I don't remember what else. Uh, dang, man. I'm, I'm, I think I'm missing something. But it was really funny. Um,
1: but essentially, but yeah. she's back back to life now, right? Like yes, the next and I movie actually had would... to
0: look. I like looked up on Wikipedia the plot just to be like, Okay, are we supposed to take this as canon? Did this really happen? And it says, "Yeah, that she's alive." So, there's that. <laughs> but so yeah, it was really funny.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, so uh, I don't know. You got anything else?
1: No, just Ryan Reynolds is apparently not over the whole Green Lantern shit <laughs> at all.
0: They made a couple references to it. It's pretty funny. Yeah.
1: But no, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think good podcast. Uh, we'll either play Pat, our superhero correspondence voicemail now or we'll just wrap up the podcast. That was Spoilers. What's left to do with these broken pieces on the floor? I'm losing my voice calling on you. our
0: email is podcast at gmail.com twitter is at spoilers underscore pod our instagram is podcast spoilers it's lit josh hensley from the rutabaga wrote our theme our number is 903-776-4507 And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review by searching for movie spoilers, clicking on the cereal bowl, select the reviews tab, and leave us some stars and some words. That was Spoilers.